This episode on Behind the Meat Curtains, we have stories of what happens in the private dance area. There are stories of foot fetishes. There are stories of dominatrix. And we have a story of a bachelor party that goes in a somewhat unexpected direction. We also talk about the benefits and hazards of going to work drunk. So, find your favorite dancer and follow us back to the VIP lounge. It's time for another episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. Welcome to Behind the Meat Curtains. I am Kat. And I'm the Brad. Today we have a special episode. Um, We're focusing on customers and what goes on in VIP, a jerk-off story, um, where you can pee in the club besides the restroom, guys dancing with a mannequin, drinking out of boots, and sucking on feet. This was... (laughs) This is a text that I never wanted to send any of my employers, but thanks, Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, hey, you know. Um, so where do we start? Well, we should first start, I believe, with introducing everybody. Of course, I am the Brad, and, and my co-host here is Kat. Uh, let's introduce our guest today. We'll start with you. A couple of returning guests. Uh, I am one of the returning guests who was not smart enough to pick an alias, so I'm Pat. <laughs> and what do you do at the club? I am management, management. and security, and mm-hmm. I, I do whatever needs to be done that night. Right. That kind of comes along with management. Yeah. And you? I am Georgia, returning from the first episode, if you remember me. <laughs> and I am an exotic entertainer. And our new guest... Hey, I'm Nico, and I am an entertainer here, and Sweet. there, and everywhere. We ask every new person um, your origin story. Where Where'd you come from? How'd you get involved dancing? And well, I came from the fabulous Tip Top Club, and that's in Humboldt County, California. <laughs> but how did you get started? Yeah, it's a the lead up to the question is kind of. Dancing is kind of a, a unique job, you know. It's not the type of job that most people have. Some people would even consider it like uh, wrong, you know. So how do how did you decide what was the path between, you know, working fast food or whatever to when like, I I'm was going 16 to be a dancer? years old, I was getting drunk in basements and stripping. Mm without money let's just put it that way might as well make make money doing it so i guess then you've always been pretty open to i'm a fan of nudity Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) all right and uh was what was how did dancing compare to what you thought it would be like it's helped me pay my bills and go through school so i think that in itself is the highest Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't like it's that's a hard question. It's really yeah. Did, did you have hard. any preconceptions about dancing before you started? I kind of knew what it was going to be already. Mm-hmm. And you don't think that you had any surprises? You had a pretty good grounded idea of what it was going to be. I feel like you every no matter where you go, no matter what you do, people are going to surprise you. Right. And that's with any job and that's with anything. Mm hmm. I mean, that's fine. answer your question? Yeah. Any answer answers the question. Everybody has a different answer. I feel like pretty much everyone I've heard so far has given some similar, like, I mean, I'm still getting surprised. Like, Right. (laughs) Well, and then the common theme, and it shouldn't be a surprise, but you do hear it all the time. Every time you ask the question, it's like, well, because they make money. Like money is key. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people came sometimes come from a job where you're like working your ass off and all of a sudden you have this opportunity to make a lot of money. I mean, people will do lots of stuff 
as long as the money's good, people will put up with all sorts. So, I mean, you could be shoveling shit, whether or not, you know. So, I guess. And some people do. Yeah, and I guess if it pays well enough, some things don't surprise you. Okay. Yeah, we should get a garbage man on this show. It's just like, oh, that's a good union paying job. And they probably see lots of weird stuff. (laughs) If we could get the guy who, like, takes the club garbage. Oh yeah, we could we could get the cleaning crew of the the strip club. Oh, and actually, there's a there's a lovely a TikTok account, and it's um they go around and find all the weird stuff that people leave behind when the club closes, and it's a strip club I think in the Midwest, and it is it's oh, actually yeah. quite fascinating what people leave behind, you know, like a loose rubber glove or a vape or a you know, cock ring. You never know. Lots of vapes for sure. Lots of vapes for sure. That's pretty common. Um, yeah, vapes. And there's been drugs down on the amount, floor. Yeah. Yeah. The surprising amount of underwear <laughs> in the men's bathroom in the trash can. Really? That's pretty common. Yeah. Like dudes ditch their underwear all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't pull it out and do a forensic analysis. You really? You need to do that and get back to us and report. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I get biohazard pay. <laughs> so I guess uh, you prefaced this with this is the uh, kind of customer. What did you have in mind? Like a, a customer stories? Well, it's it, what what happens in the VIP because people do spend money in the VIP lounge. And sometimes it's just a lap dance and sometimes it's so, so much more. And so, yes, um, Pat doesn't spend a lot of time in the VIP besides yelling at people to stop doing that in the VIP. Um so either one of you have had some interesting stories in the past few weeks. So whoever wants to go first, um, Georgia, you have a foot thing you want to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what, well, I have very, I have some clues as to why I tend to get picked by the foot fetish guys. Um, foot fetish, I should preface, is one of the most common like kinks or fetishes you can have because it's biologically, your brain can be wired four feet and it's very it's right next to where boobs and butts are right in that in zone folder. it is in the same folder you know what some people's wires are a little crossed and that's just fine um but so oftentimes the most unassuming person you will ever expect and he'll take me back there and the it the shoes come off and the feet go in the mouth and i'm not really sure how it just happens that way um i think that there hasn't been a shower show in the past four months maybe where somebody hasn't attempted to suck on my toes um so so you said the shoes come off and the foot goes in the mouth yeah and then you said attempted so does i'm guessing that is involuntarily foot goes in the mouth yeah sometimes they just go for it um (laughs) you know in the shower show i just automatically stick my foot in the mouth yeah well i so the first time it happened to me I was doing a shower show for um, a young bachelor party. They were all probably like 21. And one of the guys was like, as a joke, as a joke, can you put your foot in his face? And I was like, I guess. And he's like, here's a $50 bill. And he's like, he'll be so grossed out by it. He hates feet. This dude proceeded to put all five of my toes in his mouth, unbeknownst to me. And I was kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I, it, it, they tricked me. Um and I was so nervous I was going to get in trouble because, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get in trouble. But I don't know. Guys are really into the the feet. They just want to rub your feet, and they'll pay you so much money just to sit there. 
or they'll torture some of the the bachelor parties. We had a a waitress that was wearing her boots recently, um, like thigh high boots. I mean, or sorry, knee high boots, just running around on her feet all night. And a bachelor party came up and they were like, those are the boots. Those are the boots. And it's like, we're about to close. And they gave her, what was it? $200 to pour like a vodka tonic in the boot and have the bachelor like drink out of it. So, I mean. That is a common guy thing (laughs) I've noticed. Was that guy the bachelor? Because the way I, I was standing there, and I'm pretty sure that the bachelor party paid just some random guy who was wearing a weird onesie in the club to drink out of it like they thought it was funny, but that wasn't part of their party. That was just some dude who was like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. Hell yeah. George, but, Georgia, did you know before you were a dancer that apparently you had extraordinary feet? Uh, yeah, because I did ballet for a long time. I've all like guys have always liked my feet. I've always gotten compliments. I have cute little feet, which is true. I wear a woman's size five, which is relatively small. Um, so it didn't surprise me per se, but I was shocked at the numbers of men that are into the feet and want and, you know, want that. So I don't know. And you said when you do a shower show, the foot <laughs> automatically goes into the mouth. Is that a? There's a, this scene in From Dust Till Dawn. Okay, and that, that is really the hottest scene it. ever. You know what? I, and I'll do it continuously. <laughs> That's what I think of every time. You know, because there's some power play into it, and I do enjoy a little bit of uh, domination when I work because right. you're you're definitely have the advantage when you have. Yeah, and you're standing on a rack, and they're sitting in a chair, and they're below you, and you can use you can use your foot really to push them back in their chair to control them. And your tiny them. little foot, my tiny, my, t- <laughs> my baby feet. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of a natural progression, but it's very dominating, and I do kind of like that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, speaking of dominatrix stuff, I feel like Nico has a story from recently. I have a few stories. I've done some previous dom work before, so like that stuff, it just it came natural. Um, but the other night, which today is Wednesday, so this was on Monday, and. So the other day, I guess this guy was just, we were both really wasted, but, um, well, maybe I was just really wasted. Um, I ended up, he, <laughs> I took off his belt and I beat the fuck out of him with it. And he kept asking for more and I kept doing it harder and harder. And I was like, oh, cause usually when you do dom work, you have to like kind of rub people afterwards. Like it's this and then it's, and then it's like this, you don't want to hurt them and you want to make sure that you have consent. And, um, yeah, but then I guess, uh, what'd you say? I was walking him around like a dog? Yeah. <laughs> you saw the camera, so maybe you can go a little bit deeper. Um, I mean, you pretty much filled in the gaps. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had had to talk to him pretty early on into that dance because he was, you know, going for squeezes on things he ought not. And then the next time I checked in, he was on his hands and his knees and you had like a leash around him essentially and i was like well uh, he's not touching her so carry on i'm blushing carry on <laughs> i was just like all right i mean i guess if they're having fun if that's what he wants for his money and then i guess i made him crawl <laughs> off the club uh yeah the no you walked him out of the ultra lounge yeah. 
Oh, just out yeah. of because I thought I was like screaming out. at him to like. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you not remember any of those? No, you guys I... made it like to basically the front door area for sure. <laughs> was it the really but... tall guy with glasses? Yes, it was. <gasps> oh, it was, yes, the bald one. Twas the Burning oh. Man. Yes, because um, my waitress was there, and she's like, "Wait, what just happened? Did that guy just crawl out of the club?" And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, that tall guy. He just." Fell down and then like crawled off of the property. I didn't. That was Monday. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> My friend was in the club that night and she was outside smoking. Whenever she saw him leave the club, and she said he had like the biggest shit eating grin on his face, and he was just like, uh, he was about it. And I was like, oh cool. He I made his day. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> maybe his week. I have a, I have this one guy, and he's he's a repeater. Um. And I love him to death because he allows me to literally do what I want. And he allows me full control. To be fair, though, I do always ask him for consent. And I think that is really important is to establish boundaries when you do dominatrix or you do want like you are dominating somebody. Um, I remember one time we were we were doing our thing and uh, I did. It was a slightly drunken moment. I said, I am the undertaker. And then I jumped on him with my elbow. <laughs> Right at the crotch, and you know, I, he did like it, but I do feel I may have crossed too far. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, that makes it better. The I Undertaker mean, was my favorite wrestler, <laughs> so that makes it so much more that enjoyable. Just, it just came out of nowhere. It was something that just was like, this felt right in the moment. <laughs> but I was probably having too much fun with it, and that's the problem with for me. Um, but I, do, I did come out of that, and all three of the bouncers and my manager at the time were... Um, no, it wasn't me. No, it was it was the, no, it was the in between one. Uh, <laughs> like like he's fucking Voldemort or something. <laughs> he who shall not be named. They were all waiting. They were all waiting at the entrance to the lap dance area, and they all, their faces were the best part of it because I hadn't done that yet at that club, and so. Uh, <laughs> oh, so this is a habit. They, they were just, oh, absolutely. <laughs> was that also the same guy that you and? It was a another dancer did one who like in the lava lounge. Yeah, so that was the first lounge. time, and then he that came, was the first time. That was the first time, and then he came back, and it was just me. And he actually okay. reached out to me the other day um, on a weekend night, and I that's when I came in and I warned you, and I was like, just heads up, he's probably coming back in, like before you go look at the cameras and are like, what is going on? Why is he? You know, making pig sounds and walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that first that first time, I was still pretty new. It was like your yeah, it was like your first. I don't know. I was like, I think I had just started as like the double duty like AM yeah. security thing because the previous AM never ever would have let that fly. But probably not. There was no one in there. There was no one in the club. And I went back to check and say like, oh, maybe they need drinks or something because we don't have a waitress. And he was like on the floor. Just like on hands and knees, like licking the carpet. Yeah, it was like the bottom like, of my shoes uh, for a while. You, you, you're like, you, guys you good? Need anything? You good? And you two were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and he looked up and was like, well, I'm alright. Yeah. Just kind of like little thumbs up. Like, I was like, shit, all right, dude. Uh, I guess that probably was a little bit. Of <laughs> I guess yeah. like blink twice if you're in danger. Let me know. I don't. I don't shit. know if they really describe that part of the job. You know, like description to staff members who work in the no, club. Like, because sure dancers don't. expect it because we all talk. You know, but there's sometimes where we look at the cameras and it's like, um, is is that okay? Like, there's what? times when we have debates about it and we're like, should is this now like my problem or is it like 
Uh, yeah, is everyone ha- uh, happy? I've come to the club for a while, and I'm not really a fetish guy, and I have to say that this is all a surprise to me. <laughs> and I've been there for a while. You want to lap dance? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> you don't like WWF? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there, but there are a lot of things um, that happen in the VIP room, and now we have those pretty private rooms. But you know, we could see it on the cameras, and so there's one. It's, yeah, it's the illusion. It's of the privacy. illusion of it being very private. Um, but there was one recently, which I wish I could have got the girl to come and talk today, but she couldn't make it. Um, Pat, you were there for this, and it was the bachelor party. And it was the two guys. And <laughs> I don't really feel like this is my story to tell because I can only tell one side of it, which was us, me watching the cameras and well, I can, for I an entire hour of my life trying to figure out if this was, in fact, crossing lines. Of Who is the other side? Because we can not. get both people. You can well, hear we your story now. In here. Yeah, that's the. Or should we wait till for them both to be on the same podcast? I feel I feel like it would be okay to hear this side of the story because maybe we can do a follow-up episode. But okay, well, I'll just tell it chronologically well, from my understanding, which was watching a dancer go back with uh, two gentlemen. And I've always joked, like, ah, these dudes getting a lap dance together. They should just admit they love each other already and stop spending money to hide from it, you know? And these two guys go back for an hour and pretty gradually, like, like everything was fine. And then I was off out of the office for a few minutes. And when I'd come back, their shirts were unbuttoned. I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. And then progressively, they just started getting more and more amorous with each other. Like just like putting their leg over the guy's leg next to him on the tiny couch. And then like hand on the other guy's thigh sort of a thing. And like, they're clearly having a lot of fun and more or less ignoring the dancer for the most part. You know? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> and it progressed into a full-blown, like, I mean, not full-blown. That, that is absolutely the wrong word to use. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm confused by the story a little bit. Do you think that they were um, uh, in denial? No, they were not at all, because the punchline is that they were the bachelor and the best man from a wedding party who had been lovers for years hiding it from their wife and now soon to be wife. They were they were jerk off buddies. They were, yeah. And so like on the video cuz we were watching in the office and um they were very heavy petting each other through the whole thing and I guess they would get together for phone conversations and talk about how they were masturbating and then they would jerk each other off. Is this the, video that's still available? <laughs> No comment. It's for science. <laughs> how do we how do we know all of this? Because people will tell dancers things in in that environment. You know, you feel comfortable because I, it, yeah, the, the central dancer. the central theme of this episode is what happens in the VIP. I guess the really short answer is unnecessarily expensive therapy sessions. Like absolutely, I was just about <laughs> to say like most of it's just the emotional labor, not even the physical labor of shaking your butt. It's really like how do you like. Dealing with people. Oh my gosh. I have. People will tell you terrible things. Like one guy came in after he told me he just killed somebody, and I gave him a 30 minute therapy session where he just wanted to hold me, make him feel safe, 
Wait, that's you said what he ha- just killed yeah, he someone? Did. Voluntary or involuntarily? I... You didn't ask, did you? I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, sometimes, like, one, like people will come um, straight from prison, and they'll come in, they'll be looking for, like, companionship or just, like, somebody to talk to, and they'll be like, I accidentally killed somebody drunk driving, like, five years ago, and I just got up. That happens. No, this guy, I think... I don't know if he did like murder, like murder, murder, or just like uh, homicide. Uh, he did something. Manslaughter. I'm not sure how you classify, but well, this took a dark turn. Sorry, from just jerking off your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a couple bros being bros all the way the, to the full blown part, cold case the, files. The best part about the jerk off night, for me at least, um, was, was um, I'm going going back to a, this. Oh, uh, no, it's fine. Um, was, it was just a hectic night at the club for, like, wait staff, and, like, Pat deals with, like, everything, and so, like, you know, dancers are going and yelling and bitching about people, the staff's bitching about stuff, and I go in there, and you could tell he's frustrated. He's already mad ab- about everything, because it's, like, a Friday night, and I'm just like, hey, and I come in, and I'm like, start. this is something that's wrong with, abs- you know, whatever. He's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm just more involved in this right now and i look at the I was camera like, i got something else going on right now yeah and so i'm like what's going on <laughs> and you know it's always fun to look at the camera sometimes and because they're always looking to see if somebody's doing something naughty and sure enough i like look at the camera and then i go and tell everybody and like 15 minutes later it's a busy friday night and there's like eight of us in the office and the <laughs> office is like tiny and at one point he's just like everybody Get the fuck out of the office. And uh, it was when fucking all three of my security guards were in the office. And I was like, who the fuck is watching the floor, guys? What are you doing? Like, yeah. Take turns. There's, take shifts. Yeah, there's like waitresses. And we're just all just enamored by this this thing that's going on. And I've been there for almost 13 years. I'm like, yeah, this makes it to the top 10. Yeah. Of, of things. So the last question I have about that story is you said that they had hid it from their girlfriend slash wife. What? And at that point still had been like, I'm about to get married and I, they still don't know this. Yeah. is a, Wow. Absolutely. I just wow. don't understand where you can like, cause usually wife's like, don't touch the strippers. And then all of a sudden you're touching your best friend. I'm like, <laughs> and that was so like, if they had like taken their pants off or something like, if, you know, they're getting naked. That would have been an intervention situation, but they weren't. And they weren't really, like, aggressively doing something. Like, I could tell there was amorous intent, but it was such a just right on the line of appropriate. And I was like, well, I mean, they're not touching They went to the bathroom afterwards. I don't know. They left. I think they went next door. You must have to question so many things looking at those cameras. Like, when... When do I go back there? When do I say enough is enough? But it's it's there's no there's no instruction manual. No, there's super there's, isn't. There's I'm no... sure I get it wrong all the time. <laughs> I was just gonna ask that, but it sounds like you just answered it. Like, do you how do you measure that? That's a an excellent question. Because yes. I went I, as a customer, I sit around and I'm like, that's not crossing the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is no way to measure it. Balance with the fact that there is no way for us to see everything. That's, there's no yeah. training video to working no. in the industry at all. It would probably get banned from the shelves. Everything that's like allowed in club to club depends 
where you're at in just regards to like who's owning and managing, but also state laws are different in every place. So like, I know when I worked in the state of Texas, if I were to take my dancer heels off during a dance in the VIP rooms, I could be charged with prostitution and solicitation. So by law, I could never take my shoes off, but I could be bare naked, grinding, getting groped and that was allowed but the minute your shoes come off it's well, that will fuck with your money now <laughs> i know Dang. well actually this is a story about texas i did have a guy um he we just had him he just licked the bottom of my shoes and he kissed the tops of my feet the shoes did stay on but i did have a foot guy in texas that was you know you're asking about the balancing act and you're 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 your foot dude the one the uh the whole foot. That was another one of those moments where I was like, I don't know. Like, I had to talk to this guy, and then I, you, like, shoved your foot in his face, and he just decided he wanted to know what it tasted like. Yeah, he... And I spent a good few minutes... I'm sure that was very questionable. Being like, is this... Should I say... Who's in trouble here? <laughs> I think it's me. Hey, well... And- how do you cleanse yourself, like, after <laughs> after having your foot in someone's mouth? Like, is, well, <laughs> just, just, don't you feel dirty enough? From <laughs> a cosmetologist perspective, feet are way cleaner than hands. I'm just going to say that now. I'd rather stick someone's foot in my mouth than a hand. Oh, oh, absolutely. But after having your foot in someone's mouth, like, is there a process to get your foot clean once again? <laughs> Baby wipe, shower, maybe a little disinfectant uh, the, spray. The utility, the utility tool of the club, the baby wipe. The baby wipe, yeah, which is has no sanitation purposes whatsoever, but um, it makes it's, us feel, feel better. Fresh. It's funny where the lines are, because I was thinking about what you said about, okay, where where are we crossing the line here? And for that guy, that foot might as well have been a tit, you know? I, here's where, okay, so I was... I was watching. I don't know. I can't hear what they're saying. I can't hear that. So I don't know. I base everything on body language. And I've seen plenty of dudes who are obviously into feet. And that guy wasn't. I, was he like talking about your feet? Because he wasn't going for him. Oh. Right off the bat. Yeah, he was. Okay. See, I so didn't know that So what happened, part. we did a shower show with his buddies. Oh, and um, I kind of, you know, like I kind of dangled no, my toes in his part. face and he was all about it. And then it ended and he said, he turned to me and he's like, so we're going to go back there. I need more of your feet. And I was like, sold. Let's go. Tell me more. Tell me more back okay, there. Okay, so that was all right. It was a predetermined thing, but okay, uh, I didn't know that part. But. I do remember coming out of there, and some of the we had some newer staff members, newer bouncers, and they were like, "Um, so do you like that? Do you enjoy getting your feet sucked on?" I was like, "Did on? you not look at her? Did she?" <laughs> I I love seeing people look at the cameras periodically and just be like, "Ugh, ugh." It must be nice, like going to the ATM, because I love seeing the girls with. A customer at the ATM. I think it's the most hilarious thing. They're just like waiting like for their money. And they're yeah, just you like, will never see a dancer be and nicer than to a man who hasn't paid her yet and is at the ATM. Oh, oh my absolutely. god, yeah, it's on. It, it's great because they, they get impatient. They'll be like, no, you hit that button. You let hit me, that button. Let me let me do it. Yeah, just give me your pin number. Have you ever seen a drunk guy try and shove a credit card into a tiny slot? So many. Times. It's worse than trying to find out is that her butthole or is that her vagina. It's like they can't quite get it. But it's great, but I could imagine that conversation of you, like, at the ATM, just being like, 
just looking around, waiting for him to figure out how to use it, being like, yep, this guy's going to pay me $1,500 to put my foot in his mouth. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) You have to kind of control your excitement, and you don't want to smile too much because you don't want to give it away. But you also, like, have that silent, like, notice with your, like, Maybe your friends or your other coworkers where you're like, yeah, I am the shit. I'm doing this and you're not. <laughs> not, not to be too cocky, but you know. So uh, as part of that, that foot story, what I th- um, and on our list here was intoxication night. You, you kind of gave us a bullet point version of that, but is there more stories to intoxication night or, or was that the end of that story? I have multiple on top. Yeah, I was going to say, which one? So I didn't realize it was a hobby. I mean, like, every couple of months, I, like, predetermined myself. I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the money. I'm just going to have fun. And then sometimes that fun turns, you know, it could be a little bad or it could be really good. It just depends on who you ask. Well, yeah, as long as you're having fun, that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess at, at this one club that I'm recently, like, working at, um more consistently like i have a habit of taking off my shoes which is something i never do i hate walking around barefoot in a club but i guess i like to do it at this one i don't know I don't some customers it. like it too yeah do they like it i Good. don't know because apparently I, like, rumor has it they're like oh my god you're so tall like how tall are you i'm like i'm really only five six and they're just like really i'm like yeah look at my heels and then like you know i take my shoes off they're like oh i'm like yeah, and then, you know, my feet feel better, too, so I'm like, fuck it. Where's my Crocs? They like, it. they like it when you take your shoes off, and then you stand up at the end of the lap dance, and then they, at their 5'8 stature, like, for me, I'm 5'3", so when they're 5'8", it makes them feel better, because they're taller than me now, and they're like, oh, you're fun size. I'm like, I'm normal sized. You're short. <laughs> I was like, it's not my fault. Some guy the other day, he was probably like five, 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 six. I'm a little lady, and so he was just like, "You have a lot of really tall dancers here." I'm like, "Maybe <laughs> yours is really short." <laughs> well, also think about it like the average. I mean, most of our dancers are probably between like five foot and like five seven. You add eight inch heels to that, you know, they're gonna stand pretty tall. You know what's fun about that is for every dude that you'd like take your heels off, and they're like, "Oh, you're not actually that tall." Whatever that interaction is, there. are a bunch of dudes will come up to me. I now think after those interactions and they'll ask me if I have like lifts in my shoes or something. And I'm like, no, I'm just actually six, eight and you are short. That is, that is how that works, man. Sorry. Do you have, uh, I mean, we don't have to stick on it or not, but since it was on the list, do you have other stories from intoxication nights that stick, come to the top of your head or, <laughs> Usually they're pretty violent and it's, <laughs> and I've been suspended multiple times just because like the customers have gotten out of hand and they've had like, uh, touched me inappropriately. Usually they like to smack my ass and that's something like the first couple times I can take it. And then like, as soon as like, it's like a battle between who's like smacking me, I fucking like reared back and I fucking smacked the shit out of this dude. And he like looked at me. He's like, you just hit me. And I'm just like, yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I just hit you back. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like, of course, like, you know, the management wasn't too happy with me, but I'm like, where the fuck's your security when this was happening? I know you heard it. I heard it. I felt it. Like I had welts. And then like, also with like, that's the a great question. Too. Where the fuck was security? Huh? <laughs> so that's a great question. Where was, security? I'm like, there's three of them around here. Like, what the fuck are they doing? You know what I mean? And this isn't where I'm working now. This is at a different club. 
And um, so, yeah, I just fucking, I bitch slapped him. And he was shocked. And then I made him pay me more. Oh, and then one really intoxicated night, some guy tried to touch my pussy. And when he did, I freaked out on him. And then I made him give me $100 and I kicked him out of the club. So mostly it's just violent. Gone it's vigilante. Just like, some, it, like, there's like, there's a, there's like this line between sexy and then scary. And then sometimes, like, they cross those lines and then, like, you know, they want me to party with them. I'm trying to, like, be cheerful. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying not to treat this like a job. I'm trying to be, like, you know, on your level. And then when you disrespect me, you got to get hit. That was on Saturday. There was a guy who was mad because someone, like, slapped him. Really? And I was like, well, why did she hit you? Yeah, he yeah, touched your he butt. Do? And I was like, dude, you're you you're a you grown man. You know in life that if you touch strangers' butts, they might hit you. I think that's just how the world works, dude. Like, yeah, fuck around. You found I, out. I have a funny drug story. Also, why would I take his side on that? I was like, it sounds to me like you caused a problem. You should probably go now. <laughs> yeah, some customers like t- definitely crossed the line. Like we had one recently that it was the end, there was a girl having a good time with her man. They they spent a bunch of money. They're just and it was a slow night and they're partying whatever. And she was giving him like the last dance of the night. You were there, Pat. And she the the girl and the guy were getting a dance from this girl and she bent over and the the female customer just stuck her tongue up her ass and licked her butthole. Yeah, yeah I, was I don't know. I was I'll ask her next time she comes to the club. She wants to be on the podcast. What's <laughs> funny is that dancer particularly is known for sometimes overreacting on customers who are poorly behaved. But that night, I didn't even know it had happened until she told me after because apparently she just sat down very calmly and explained to this very drunk woman that there are health-associated risks <laughs> with such behavior and that she can't just do that to people. And she's lucky that it was her because there were other people who would have just beat the shit out of her. And I was like, wow. But Nico, we wow. should make pamphlets about, yeah. you know, the health issues I of licking a, a stranger's butthole. Yeah. At my other club that I dance at. And it was, like, during COVID. So we were, like, kind of, like, partying before, like, we were supposed to party. And we had, like, this huge fucking, like, Halloween thing. And I ended up doing, like, a four-person lap dance in this little-ass room. And it was one dude and three girls. And I was, like, dancing all over them. And it was, like, three songs. And, like, one of these bitches just straight up, like, smacked my ass and just, like, went in for it. And I was just, like, I, like, looked at him like, ew. I'm, like... I'm, like, rolling around on this dirty stage. I'm fucking sweating. I'm, like, this is nasty. Like, this isn't even sexy. Like, this is nasty at this point. Like, did you like that? Like, was that, like, I, like, I had to do, like, a double take because I was so, like, shocked. Uh, You um, chimed in with an intoxication story. Do you remember what you were going to say? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, So this, I sometimes... Get a little drunk at work, yeah. I and uh, there's a girl that, that I that is, by the way, an, an advantage to the job that you guys have. Yeah, like every once in a while, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck around yeah. today. Yeah, I feel and like I just think... about everyone has a I got too drunk story. Totally. Uh, and I think what was going on, we were getting paid a lot, and I was fresh off a breakup, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna party a little harder. And 
Oh, Me and there's this when you left Mr. Rose. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, so there's this other girl that I work with and we work really well together. And unfortunately our energies, um, tend to escalate. Um, and, uh, we're doing, we're doing like champagne room and shower show. And, uh, we got the bright idea to start pouring white claws down each other's butt cracks and drinking them out of each other. Yes. And while this is not like, I'm not, this isn't another customer. Nobody's touching me. Me and her have this mutual understanding that this is fine. And a lot of times the girls can become a little bit frisky with each other. Um, champagne, it burns by the way. And it brought up, there's, there was a viral video, um, uh, that went around, went, went around when I was in high school in Portland and it was, it was a video of this girl and somebody was pouring vodka into her vagina. And it, anyways, it just made me think of that. And we've done it several times now and men seem to enjoy it. So, but yeah, champagne Hashtag burns. not all men. Not all men. <laughs> I am the one who does Hashtag that. not all men. But it's, it's you. Oh, oh, the okay, other. I don't t- want to be associated with that either. Uh-huh. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Get that out of here. We did Jaeger body shots off each other one time. That was that was a fun fun party trick. And then it just depends. Like sometimes the <laughs> I'll do the beer can trick if I get really intoxicated with like a full can. That's when I stick the uh, can of beer in between my butt cheeks, which usually it's an empty one. No, it's a white claw can, and I couldn't believe the first time I saw it. you were walking around on stage with a white claw can in your butt cheeks, and I was it was so busy, and we were running around like the other bartender and I. And I'm just like, stop. Like, time just froze. And I'm just like, look on stage. And you're like walking with it in your butt cheek. I can do flips and tricks on the floor, too. Okay, okay. I want to address this specifically because I didn't see it at first. Someone just was like, oh, she put a a can of White Claw up her ass. And initially I was like, well, I don't think she's allowed to do that. But that's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Then when I saw it, I was like, oh, she's just like holding it it's, it's not clenched. it's yeah it just oh sits, sits between God. the butt cheeks and initially the like, first why is time everyone making it, such a big deal out of this and some people were like no she shoved it up her butthole and i was like that's how quick the you, rumors can start. you put that up your butthole like either way like good for you but it's the drunker <laughs> i get the bolder i get and i've noticed that so like the aggression towards customers goes up a notch what i'm willing to put up with also goes up a notch so this up in your butt yes <laughs> this is this is actually for both of you does being intoxicated and clearly there'd be a disadvantage to doing it every night but does it have a positive negative or neutral effect on making money oh in- i think it's positive it's on a curve. I think oh, for you, yeah, it's minor curve. <laughs> I mean, every time I got really intoxicated, I told an ultra lounge, so I'm gonna say it was positive. But yeah, when I'm you sober, hey, <laughs> when I'm sober, I usually don't sell those, anyways. But when I go home, I just pass out, and then I'm like ready the next day. I'm like, hey, what's everybody doing? <laughs> like, and then I get text messages like. I heard blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fuck. Like, why are, like, if you want to know, ask me. Don't, like, don't talk about it. Just ask me. I won't remember. If they asked you, would you know? (laughs) I mean, but, like, whenever you say, (laughs) there's an Oreo in my lunchbox, and you pass it around to the 12th person, and it comes back to you. It's never the same thing. There's an Oreo in my lunchbox. You feel? All right. For me, it's a, a couple drinks. Money, my money goes up because my confidence goes up. 
and just in general, like I am a little bit friendlier, like I'm a little happier, looser. Uh, but the minute I cross over the one too many drinks, it goes downhill pretty quickly. So I've kind of, I, I learned to gauge it and I didn't always drink at work ever. I'm probably till like this past year. And, but I did notice it does increase my money because I'm a gen generally like just an easier going person, but also I'm more confident and cocky. And I think guys like that too. So she's a Virgo. I'm a Capricorn. This is like hella earth sign. Like, you know, it's we can be very rigid. And then yeah. so you want to loosen us up a little bit more so we can have fun. Kind of like when a I lot of Virgos here today. Before I'm a first date. a drinker. Yeah. <laughs> like I always I always have to drink on a first date because I'm not like an outgoing bubbly person. But if yeah, you drink it. Who for coffee? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. No, I, I'm, I'm going out for drinks and we're going to do a round of shots on a first day. I got to see how you hang. I just like to eat. <laughs> I'm a fan of both. I'm not allowed to drink at work and that's good. Because dealing with the customers, I would, I have, I have only had to actually like physically remove someone once. Words have worked every other time, and if I was allowed to drink while I was in that place, my ratio of success on that would drop way the fuck down. I'd just be grabbing dudes and like sack of potato in them over my shoulders and a, taken out. I had a manager who did coke every night, so he was always <laughs> coked out of his mind, so he was just oblivious to everything. He was the most useless person ever, and I was like, what? He would just he probably had a lot of really sick business ideas, oh, dude. I'm Have you heard about did, Ethereum? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's probably why he's a disbarred lawyer, and he had to work as a strip manager. <laughs> that might have, yeah, that might be a correlation there. If you're there. listening to this, Rob, you're a fucking prick. <laughs> You hear that, Rob? You're a prick. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah, fuck you, Rob. Oh, sorry. Fuck you, Rob. All right. Um. So what's going on with this peeing in places? Oh, let's talk about urination. Like we've got enough ambient noise that the sound quality is probably not awesome. Yeah. But we made it. I think we have enough. Sure, we, we can end it here if you like. Yeah, we'll talk about P next week. All right. Well, I guess I'll thank all of our guests today. Um, you guys are always welcome back to the show. We enjoy having you all. Um, at the end, uh, I'm the brat. And I'm Kat. And thanks for tuning in to Behind the Meat Curtain. Thank you very much. And that's our show. Our theme music is from Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Cakes. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Prime Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a positive rating. We are a new podcast and would really appreciate the support. And you can find us on the web at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com.